0: Welcome back to season two of the Love Letters to Virginia podcast. I'm your host, Vanessa Pazmino. Thanks for listening. Love Letters to Virginia, the podcast that keeps Virginia on the map, is sponsored by Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Today I wanted to do something a little bit different. I'm going to tell you a story about the juggling gigolo of Lynchburg. So I grew up involved in the arts, I sang in the chorus, and we were part of a rather prestigious group out of Salem High School that people from The academy referred to it as the academy. And then when you say that to normal people, they look at you like the academy, like, you know, boot camp. (laughs) It just depends on who you're talking to, because you'll get different question mark faces with different assumptions behind that. But that's a story for another time. So... This particular day, I was traveling with some of the other young ladies in my choir. So in Virginia, there's this thing called the Virginia Music Educators Association, and kids that grow up in chorus end up doing these things called district chorus where you go with your school to audition. Um, You sing like a minute's worth of a song that you have rehearsed with your choir director and at home over and over again driving your parents crazy. I had really great choir directors that always made sure that we were prepared. So there are different levels. Once you get to be in your last two years, you then become eligible for um, Virginia State Choir. So. First you have to pass the initial district auditions and then a couple of weeks later if you have been selected as one of the people in the district, which is highly competitive. We have tons of schools. There's at least 27 schools that compete anyway. And that's just in my district alone. This particular time, when I was auditioning for districts, I had... Struck throat. And this was before COVID days. This was before COVID days, obviously, because I still went to the audition and I mean, rather frog throatily managed to get my way through it. And they also have you do what is known as sight singing. So they give you some sheet music to try to read. They hide it underneath your sheet music for the prepared song and you have to try to in like (laughs) you have like 30 seconds i think oh man it's it's still programmed into my head 17 years later you now have 30 seconds with a metronome in the background and you have to try to sight read this sheet music and sing it and they they will there is a panel of judges there's at least two judges that are behind (laughs) <laughs> They're behind like a chalkboard or some kind of makeshift wall. So there is some kind of obstruction. So if you have a little teeny puny voice, like I tended to have, honestly, when I was growing up. And sometimes you'll notice on the podcast, I still have a little teeny puny voice, but I'm working on it. Did not get through the auditions, made alternate. And then I'm in the middle of science class with this teacher who was best friends with another science teacher. And these two women, I swear, were stoned out of their minds. She lost my homework at least once. She lost my homework and wanted to claim that I never turned it in. It was a whole thing. Anyway, (laughs) I'm saying all this to say that, yes, I was second alternate. My choir director comes flying in, like, the day and a half before all of the permission slips are due for the trip to audition for Virginia State auditions. My choir director comes flying into my biology class and interrupts our one of our tests and he's like I need Vanessa right now we need to call her mom and she's like "Uh, okay whatever that sounds urgent (laughs) take her and um so he's like hey we gotta get your mom down here to sign your permission slip because you actually slipped in through the cracks someone was not able to make it to the district event so they forfeited their spot you now have a chance to audition at this point i'm healthy again my voice is better i'm i've still been practicing the music because just something deep down in my heart told me don't don't stop singing so by god i got in and then the actual event was in april in lynchburg i had never been there before Uh, i come to find out later that lynchburg was Much like most of central and western Virginia, rather conservative and extremely problematic. But I had the fortune of seeing it for the first time in the late, later to mid 2000s when, you know, we've got, we've seen some progress. Obama had been president for a little while. And One of the mothers of the young ladies that made it into the state chorus. The mother of one of my friends who had made it into Virginia State was driving us and a few of the other girls into Lynchburg because we were all still too young to drive. (laughs) It was like a three hour drive into the mountains and it was gorgeous. And we start to finally get into more of the city where we're almost to the school where they're gonna be hosting the event. And I notice this beautiful man in the median just juggling for his life. Let me tell you, juggling for his life. This was the most beautifully flamboyant man I had ever seen. And this was the longest light I feel like I have ever been at. It was probably like 25 minutes long. So he's not just juggling, but he's also a gigolo, come to find out, because we see him stop occasionally and proposition someone. And um, you know, there's a little, there's a little leg. He's wearing some booty shorts, and he's already kind of, you know, giving us a little before twerking that little, the stanky leg. And uh, so we're finally at the front of the line at the light there. And he notices that I have noticed him. (laughs) So he notices me noticing him. And so he puts on a show, let me tell you. It looked like magic. He threw the balls up in the air, caught them all with one hand and just popped his hip out with, his hand holding all the balls after just gracefully catching them. Oh my god, what a stunning scene. I will never forget the juggling Glow of Lynn. Hey, this is Latasha Holloway. I plan to be the future mayor of Virginia Beach, but when the time comes, I will need your support. As a veteran of the healthcare field, I understand something about empathy. We must have empathy and compassion in order to improve Virginia Beach. Do you have a hard time coming up with content ideas for your podcast? I find that there is nothing more embarrassing than all of a sudden being stumped in the middle of a conversation where it's like, I know I had more questions for you, but I just can't remember what they are right now. And that's why I'm trying Poddex. Poddex is the best all-in-one podcast idea generation tool. You get everything from episode ideas to interesting conversation starters for interviews, engaging discussions for your live streams, and even social media content ideas. With this tool, you don't have to spend weeks trying to come up with content for an episode or unique questions for your guests. Just shuffle the cards and pick one at random. Hit the record button and get started. Now you can make better content, have more fun while you're at it, and get your viral moment, all with Poddex. Head over to poddex.com and use code C4C.